sleep doesn't have to be hard. Sleep Takeout gives you real practical solutions and your questions answered. With Dr. Bon and Dr. Zatuni, sleep advice without a pill. Welcome back, Sleep Nation. This Sleep Takeout podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended as professional or legal advice. This podcast is not treatment. Sleep disorders and mental health conditions are major health issues and need to be individualized with your healthcare provider. Sleep Takeout is not a replacement for professional advice or recommendations. Be sure to seek the services of a professional if you are in need of them. Well, welcome back, Michelle. Welcome back. Good. Yes. How are you? I'm good. You seem I'm, very relaxed today. I Well, I've had my coffee. It's one of my favorite beverages ever in the world. Good. And there's but some yummy have... cinnamon flavor in this one, so I'm like. Did you it. have a trip or anything recent? Did. I did. Recently went up to uh, Blue Ridge, Georgia for a weekend with some friends, and it was a great experience. So I always love to get out of town. And the mountains are just always amazing this time of year. So Absolutely. So will and you, you as well, right? I did, but the reason why you we you couldn't be at the uh, Sleep Tampa Bay mm-hmm. um, meetup that we had was because you were out of town, That's and right. we had a really nice uh, meetup here. I would say that you might have even had better weather than we had. Oh, no. um, but it was still fun. We created our visions for mm-hmm. 2022, and... Um, and that excited. was that was really nice. And right before you left, I we also went to um, the mountains yeah, yeah. of North Georgia, which Fine. for Floridians it's it's beautiful and the leaf changes and the colors and it's just very relaxing to to be away. So that's nice. Absolutely. Well, I'm sorry to have missed the last kind of Sleep Tampa Bay event, but tell me about these vision boards. What did you guys like? What, what is, first, what is a vision board? So a vision board loosely is basically putting in some sort of media. Usually it's uh, cut up magazines, pictures, but it can be anything. Um, it can usually not be digital. It has to be something visual. Okay. Uh, but you have a board of some sort where and you display. And this is one you have, right? Yes, I do. Okay. So we'll try and take a picture and put it up on um, the blog that we have. But uh, the, the main idea with doing a vision board is to see yourself um, in a visual portrayal mm-hmm. so that you can um, project what your plans are for the upcoming, whether it's a season or a year. So what the goal was for the people that came was to basically create a vision board of some sort. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's your uh, personal vision board for what you want for your personal life. Maybe it's for your professional life. Maybe it's like for a specific vacation that's coming up. Mm. So you can really do a lot of this. It's it's an act, really act of um, kind of being present and mindful with the the intent of where, where are you going to go with that. Sure. Um, but it's also just helping put in something that you can look at on a regular basis and leave with yeah. something that is that intention. And so what you're noticing from me, because I see the you know, there's a lot of, lot of outdoors, a lot of nature, uh-huh. and we've talked a lot about how this affects, you know, what you're thinking in your mind in your sleep. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, I think nature is really, really key to be get, uh-huh. able to get outside and to interact with, you know, the, the type of, of environment that our ancestors have mm-hmm. for years and years, and that it's not all about sitting in front of a computer, and it's not all about... The things that are on your to-do list, it's it's about things that are going to be timeless and that make you Absolutely. smile and make you happy. So yeah. um, one of the attendees that was at the 
the meeting, and I've never done this, but she said it's really imperative that you put yourself in the vision board, a, a picture of yourself. And I see yours. You're on your vision board So this there. is the first time I've created one of these boards uh -huh. where my picture was, but it, I had to use a professional picture from the <laughs> office because that's where we were. I do also, side note, I love your like glitter sparkle border there. Um, oh, yeah. So, nice yeah, there. Nicole had some really nice little tape, and my, my glitter sparkle stuff has little stars mm -hmm. on it. So Now, I see. So you were mentioning, so sometimes it's images, sometimes it's words. And these look like, are they like just cutouts from like magazines, newspapers? From, yeah, cutouts like, of magazines, newspapers, wow. ads. And um, some people that do this on a fair, fairly regular basis will actually have an envelope or something, a, wow. a case. So when they see something out and about, they cut them out. Okay. And what's funny is uh, one of the people that came, a sep another separate person that mentioned, you know, that you have to have your picture in there. Apparently this is a, a, a big thing, but uh, she mentioned that you... Um, you really have to kind of have that intention to have different subdivided folders because your visions change all the time. Mm. Um, and she really did like have a, bit, a big opinion about all this stuff. So. Absolutely. I can see that. I can see there's a, a parallel process here with this, um, with uh, acceptance and commitment therapy. There's a whole like values-based approach mm -hmm. uh, to living life. And I can see how Oftentimes, just like with a vision board, you might have to choose what your board is going to focus in on. So, and sometimes those visions might uh, be complementary, but other times there might be some tension between some of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. You never know what's going to come up. Um, you know, the other thing that when people were done with their vision boards, they were asked to explain a little bit oh, about so like why certain things were on there. And they, you know, it, we, it's, it's very low stress. So if you didn't want to explain something or you didn't know. And, and the number of people who just said, I put this on there, it just spoke to me. I really don't know what it means yet. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes the best things, we don't even know what they mean. Absolutely. We just know that they're so, there for a purpose. What are we talking about today? All right. Well, today we have some exciting review products. So first, uh, we are going to chat about another... Um, eye mask kind of audio device that you're going to review, which I'm looking forward to. And then uh, topic-wise, we're actually going to talk about alcohol and sleep and how that impacts us. Oh, alcohol. Okay. Yeah. So um, we're going to post uh, some information about the eye mask, which again is an Amazon purchase. And mm -hmm. this was a follow-up um, Bluetooth headset, but this one incorporates covering your eyes. And the box is here somewhere. It's mm. right over there. Oh, okay. Oh, I see it. Um, it. And that way you can kind of check on it. I know you, you like to check and see where I it like comes to, from. I like to read. Well, really, I just like to look at everybody's like branding and marketing and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, this one, um, it is a very soft, nice fabric that comes with it. It's pretty lightweight, but it is quite a bit heavier than my headband Bluetooth um one oh, that yeah. we had from before. I mean, this seems like the size of your head almost. Like, it's it's kind of large. It looks like ski goggles. Um, it does. So what I liked about it is is that it's soft. It still has the Bluetooth headband, but definitely you're going to cover your eyes with it. Okay. It is adjustable. So it's a blackout kind of mask. It is blackout. Yeah. It by no means will fit a small child, yeah. uh, as opposed to the prior one that we reviewed. Um, the... Uh, the thing is, you can still take everything out and remove it and clean it, so it's it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, the sound quality is very good, still very comfortable. Is this comfortable one better than your original? 
sound quality wise if you like this it's one about the same okay. i i don't find that i hear as well with it because it is a little bit larger and so the the headphone parts don't really match up to where my ears are mm, okay i do like how it looks like it takes pressure off of your eyes like it puts it around kind of the the more kind of like cranial features for you that that way it's like not putting extra pressure on your eyes when you sleep yeah, the price point was about $5 more than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought right. it... This it, one's uh, called Wireless Music Sleep Mask. comes in two colors. Inside. I got the black. There's also a pinky beige mauve color looking one. Um, oh, which, you can make wireless phone calls, Michelle. Have you made a wireless phone call? You can do anything mask? that a regular Bluetooth <laughs> uh, device will do. You can do on this one. Uh-huh. So... Got, got a lot of great reviews. Again, some of the complaints that I had, other people had in just terms of how it's bigger. But again, that might be a good thing if you're looking at, um, basically, a, you don't have to have an eye mask and a Bluetooth headphone. You can have it all in one. Gotcha. Oh, and yeah, and I see the color options. I see pink. Yeah. Very comfortable, easy to breathe. Okay. Yeah, it's not real hot, I so I like it. I like it quite a bit. Um, the uh, the price point is twenty dollars and ninety nine cents. Yes, let's look at these star ratings. Oh, that's actually there's some decent star ratings on that. It got almost five stars. Yeah, uh, um, three hundred reviews. Mm-hmm. Three hundred ten. Anyway, it's it's uh, listed on Amazon as one of those top gifts on Amazon that is under twenty five dollars. It's oh, wow. good for dads it could it's good for moms um noted that in some of these reviews quite a few of them thought it would be good for meditation if you have trouble you know distracting from your right. outside environment um anyway it works great the batter if you use it every night i i use it for a, a sleep uh cast that i listen to that runs for about 45 minutes but mm-hmm. i am always asleep by the end of it mm-hmm. so it's on all night and i charge it about every five days okay. so it's Pretty, pretty darn good. So when you good. wake up in the morning, you still hear like, like sound in the background. Or? I don't because my cat, my thing goes off in forty five minutes, okay. so it, I don't hear anything. But if you were listening to specific sounds that was sure. going to record or play all night long, you could do it. Wow. So. Um, so the real question: Would you buy this again? I would buy it again. Wow. I would buy it so again. You believe in it? It's a great product. I think it's a great product. Other people have actually told me that I've that I've recommended have mm-hmm. gotten this. It's been about three months, so it's okay. it is something I've tried out for quite a bit of time. Um, but because I use an eye mask and the Bluetooth headphones, um, it's all in one. So mm-hmm. uh, the eye masks are fine to use with the Bluetooth headphone mm-hmm. without this eye cover, but why not have them all in one? Right, absolutely. It's not that sexy, but it's pretty good pretty good sounds like comfort at comfort when you're sleeping absolutely all right well this is a great product and who's the manufacturer of this sorry i was just looking at the as you were scrolling sorry let me make sure we go back the manufacturer the one that i got and there's a bunch of different ones it's z-u-x-n-z-u-x wireless music eye mask sleep earbuds for side sleepers yoga insomniac air travel and meditation in black. 310 ratings of that four and a half stars. 
And you scroll through those ratings pretty well, and there weren't that many kind of one-star reviews, so that's always the most kind of revealing. So Yeah, and the one-stars bring up what I what I talked about, is if you tend to have a kind of a small head, this is not going to hit your ears in the right spot that it hits your eyes. Right. It is definitely a full, full face mask cover. But definitely an yeah. A+. I would love to get this as a gift. Well, holidays are coming up, stocking stuffers, last-minute gift for that neighbor or friend. So that kind of leads us into our topic for today, which is something that you oftentimes get as a gift or give as a gift, and it may not necessarily be a good gift for everybody, yeah. uh, is alcohol. So yes. alcohol comes in a lot of different uh, flavors, sizes. Um, historically, it sure. is supposed to be one of these things that is a really nondescript thing you can bring to somebody's house. It's not really perishable. It, right. it ages with time. It's yep. a good gift, re-gift sort of thing it. to do. Yep. But, you know, there are times where it may not be appropriate Absolutely. to, uh, you know, bring this type of gift. And we're going to talk a little bit about how and why it's one of the most commonly used, you know, I don't want to say devices because not a device. Sure, right. um, and I don't Companies want to call it a medication, maybe. but it yeah. but it is oftentimes other than, you know, something like a Benadryl or antihistamine that people right. are going to take with the intention yep. of get to sleep. Yeah. The reason why it's called a nightcap. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. and this has been going on for many, many years. Totally. And it's written about in history, but it is definitively not mm. a good way mm -hmm. to consistently get to sleep. Yeah. Well, so wait, tell me why alcohol, and we're going to go on a deep dive in this, but tell me why alcohol is not a good way to fall asleep if every time I start drinking, like, I get tired. Like, I think I think everybody on this podcast knows I'm a fan of uppers in my life, not toppers, so I need caffeine usually, but so anytime I, like, have a glass of wine or anything else, like, I get drowsy quick, so why wouldn't that help me? So alcohol is a chemical, um, mm -hmm. and it's made through a fermentation type of process, and we can listen to multiple podcasts about the specific chemistry of alcohol. Uh -huh. um, but really what it is for humans and animals is a, is a poison. Um, mm -hmm. Alcohol is a disinfectant. It mm -hmm. is a poison, but it has um, a sedating quality for uh -huh. the chemicals that are in your brain. Okay. The problem with the sedating quality mm -hmm. um, of the chemicals that include alcohol is unfortunately they bind very quickly, they create a sedating effect, and then they wear off quite quickly. Mm -hmm. So this. What you mean? I gotta like go pee quickly. Okay. No. So uh, they actually wear off, and as they wear off and unbind from the receptors in your brain, it uh -huh. actually creates a stimulating quality. So for two mm -hmm. hours, mm -hmm. it's very sedating. Um, so it may be you know the nightcap in the evening, sure. you're kind of dozing off, but by the fourth hour, it is actually very very stimulating. So it defeats the purpose. And then if you are using, again, another substance for an intended result as a medication, mm -hmm. you're going to redose it at that point. Sure. Redosing poisons in your body and redosing like this now creates a new problem called alcoholism. Mm -hmm. um, and it also creates, like what you said, it's usually alcohol um, is also included with a volume of liquid and sure. it, how alcohol works on your kidneys is it prevents you from reabsorbing fluid mm -hmm. and that's like an antidiuretic type right. of effect. So um, it blocks this, this sort of reaccumulation of fluid and then you have to pee. Mm -hmm. So you create this dilute urine, which is also not a good thing mm -hmm. because that can change your electrolytes in your body. Oh, wow. um, so, so even though I'm enjoying it when it goes down, 
at least in the initial process of, of helping you to just to get tired or you're already tired, but you're maybe wanting to kind of fall asleep quickly. You're saying that that's going to be some short-lived sleep. It is some short-lived sleep. And this is why it's not really a great um, solution from yeah. a sleep perspective, just mm-hmm. because of the addictive qualities to people love getting to sleep and people mm-hmm. really actually love staying asleep more. And two hours is just not going Absolutely. to hit you at a good time. Right. And then that's really important. We've talked about the sleep cycles is two hours. You're going to be heading into a REM cycle, which if you do have a breathing problem or any sort of uh, a problem where you are getting up frequently, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, you know, a animal in your household, it just creates that cascade sure. of now you're going to be up for a longer period of time. Now tell me, cause I've noticed this can happen too. Tell me about alcohol and snoring. And, and especially really, I guess, and broad, more broadly speaking, like other breathing patterns that show up when you do drink alcohol and then go to sleep. So some of that uh, sedating type of effect on the upper airway muscles mm-hmm. causes the muscles to relax. Mm-hmm. So just the same as another type of muscle relaxant would cause your airways to not maintain the integrity of the muscles. Mm-hmm. And the sound of turbulent airflow from that muscle relaxation in the upper airway is going to create snoring. Uh, specifically, if you're on your back and you have mm-hmm. alcohol, it just makes it much more evident. Right. Um, and then you will wake up from the effects of not breathing as well mm-hmm. and having the sedating quality. Now, importantly, let's say you are very sedated and sleepy because of you know acute intoxication, so sure. falling asleep within that first two hours, you may not wake up as quickly from those snoring events or the stopping breathing. And so you're going to have more deleterious effects mm. because now you're spending more time with lower oxygen levels. Yeah. So I could see a, a potential like double whammy here with drinking and then knowing you have sleep apnea. And then, or even just if you're snoring, but definitely if you had sleep apnea and how this would impact that. Absolutely. And it doesn't yeah. just have to be at night. Some people... Um, fall asleep with their glass of wine right after dinner mm-hmm. and now they spend an hour in the early evening maybe napping mm-hmm. uh, usually they wouldn't be in bed at this point if you fell asleep unintentionally but everybody's going to be different right. and now then if you do have trouble getting to sleep you it's because you've taken an hour hour and a mm-hmm. half nap sure so what if if i want to still enjoy alcohol and i want to actually have a good night's rest like, what would you recommend? Like, how can I still have both? Like, I still want to sleep well, but I don't necessarily want to rely on alcohol to help me sleep better. So one of the things with anything that you do in the evening um, is if it's part of your relaxation routine and you're not drinking for intoxication mm-hmm. um, and you're not drinking for the effects of sleepiness, if you're using um, alcohol because it's something that you enjoy doing, not for the medicinal effects of it, you mm-hmm. should still be able to enjoy this. Um, and, you know, I like a good wine, uh, but mm-hmm. instead of using it closer to bedtime prior to sleep, maybe you would use it, um, have a glass of wine while you're making the dinner. So mm-hmm. it's much farther advanced of going to sleep. Right. If you're talking about the nightcap type of situation that you're using something because you just enjoy, you know, having something at night, again, is watching the quantity. So you're watching it so it's not actually putting you to sleep. Right. Um, and it's just probably making you have that relaxed effect Mm -hmm. and really try not to dose it repeatedly because you have to recognize that that's a a withdrawal type of response Mm -hmm. and anybody who is is doing this and they're doing it as a compulsion just recognizing that that is a problem and Mm -hmm. not 
not continuing with that. Absolutely, yeah, especially if, if the alcohol use is showing up earlier and earlier and earlier. Yeah, know. we're not trying to entertain morning drinking, right. uh, particularly with the intention of, um, of trying to get to sleep. The, the intention of taking anything, we mm-hmm. know that a Snickers bar is not going to make us healthier. But right. if we still choose to do this as adults because we you know, have something that we like about it sure. or something right, in our right. memory, we're, gonna, we're going to do it. We just need to recognize why we're doing, doing this. Right. Um, alcohols um, are also included in things that you don't drink, but maybe that you put on your body. So mm-hmm. there's even people that use uh, different types of essential oils and they don't find that they realize that it's actually put in alcohol, but putting oh, wow. that in certain parts of your body, mm-hmm. uh, like on your neck or under your tongue or on the, um, the under part of your wrist, right. these things are still going to be getting absorbed into your body. Mm-hmm. So um, just kind of watch what you're doing sure. and, uh, and, and recognize that if, if you do happen to be you know, having a nightcap at night and then waking up literally every three or four hours, you know, after mm, that, that yeah. probably is going to be the reason that that will happen. Absolutely. So uh, I think what I'm hearing you say, and just to quickly recap from a just basic, like biological perspective, the substance of alcohol is never going to be conducive for good quality sleep. No, like, it, it's yeah. one of the things, and you probably talk about this too. Mm-hmm. We might have caffeine, we might have alcohol. It doesn't mean it's going to be on your list of things that are positive. So right. Um, there are not, to my knowledge, but you, anybody can write in and let us know if they know of specifically a product that contains alcohol. Oh, actually, I can think of one right now. <laughs> um, that is marketed specifically to get to sleep. And one of them is called ZZ Quill. Mm-hmm. Okay. It actually contains alcohol. Mm-hmm. It also contains the Benadryl and it you know, t- type of substances, right. and it contains melatonin. Um, but really, there's an ingredient in there that's alcohol. And this is really important to recognize because not everything over the counter is safe. Right. Um, and I'm waiting for the rubbing alcohol to be behind the pharmacist's desk because mm-hmm. people that are desperate for needing alcohol um, yeah. will find it in different different um, situations. And it's really not a safe long-term solution. It's a periodically once in a while. But, I mean, NyQuil is gross it's a medicine that's meant um really for people that have trouble sleeping because they're coughing their heads off all night Mm -hmm. Um, and we really should not encourage this to be a long-term solution right absolutely yeah i think as with anything there's always potential for misuse on something so that's why maybe just kind of keeping an an eye on this if you are someone who maybe has some alcohol poisoning today or someone who has a nightcap and you've been wondering, oh, well, my sleep might be a little bit more fragmented than I want, or maybe I just don't wake up as refreshed as I want, that maybe that alcohol might be playing a bigger role when we wake up. And especially with those kind of, you know, nighttime wake-ups and needing to urinate with those nighttime wake-ups too. So, but, all right. Thank you so much, Michelle. This is super helpful. I'm sure there'll be more questions. Uh, so if any of you have questions, you can definitely email those directly to us. We are at sleeptakeout at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter, and our handle on Twitter is at sleeptakeout. Um, but we would love to hear your questions that you might have for us about alcohol and sleep. So, 
That sounds really good. Um, well, stay tuned for our next episode. Again, we are really committing to getting episodes out every few Absolutely. weeks. Absolutely. We have some exciting stuff coming up. We do. Um, and Talk about vision boards. We're going to vision cast. We, we are going to have to vision cast together sometime and, and figure out where we're going. But, you know, at the end of the day, sleep is a really important thing to think about. Even if it just pops up on your podcast type of shows, mm-hmm. you should always really encourage that sleep is a restorative function for your body. It's as important as nutrition and as important as exercise. And these are things that you just don't want to forget. And uh, podcasts are a really easy way not to forget. Absolutely. So, and we love talking to you. We love getting together and recording these. So we love um, that you listen to us. Yeah. Please rate and review, (laughs) share with friends. If you can find um, people that would benefit from this uh, podcast. And, And with that, we're going to close for this time. Um, just remember that sleep doesn't have to be hard and it can be fun and exciting. And we're sorry if we uh, take take your alcohol enjoyment away. Um, <laughs> we're going to give you other fun things, especially next episode. So yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. This Sleep Takeout podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended as professional or legal advice. This podcast is not treatment. Sleep disorders and mental health conditions are major health issues and need to be individualized with your healthcare provider. Sleep takeout is not a replacement professional advice or recommendations. Be sure to seek the services of a professional if you are in need of them. Until next time, Sleep Nation.